Welcome to the What's Good Games Live panel here in Boston, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday or every Saturday, because that's what day it is. Oh, I was is like, it? what? Today's Saturday. <laughs> I was like, did we not put out a show yesterday? We did. Well, it went up a little late because there was a snafu, but hopefully not that many people noticed. That's what she said. But you it got all published busy, right? like yeah. 30 minutes later than it normally did. But it's oh, fine. No. Everything's great. We're not talking about last week's show. We're talking about PAX East. That's today. How are you guys doing out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay. Thanks so much for coming down. Um, we're glad that you are here. As you can see, we've got some fun stuff up on the table that we're going to get to in just a little bit. Most of you we saw at the meet and greet last night. We're so sorry about the snafu with what happened, but the pivot to Howl at the Moon was super fun. That was yes. Howl at the Moon was great. Happy accident. Yeah. We had a great time. So thanks to CBCB here. <gasps> Did he say he Ooh. couldn't make it? I can't I remember. remember. I, remember I don't remember if he had a Saturday badge or not. But he was the one who suggested that place, and it was a very happy accident indeed. We were like, why don't we just do it here next year? Seems like a good call. So hopefully they're not very expensive. I'll call and figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> we're super glad to be here. Brittany, do you have anything you would like to say to kick off the panel? Hello. This episode is... Oh, oh I, I was going to do a silly mock sponsor read, but I can't do that because I think we might actually have legit sponsors. We do. Okay, can't do oh, that then. So maybe we, we should, maybe we should get a word from our sponsor right now, which is Logitech G. You guys have heard us talk about Logitech for the last couple of months because we love their products so much. Logitech G has a brand new keyboard, you guys, called the Logitech G915. It's the most advanced gaming keyboard ever made. Logitech G has combined sophisticated design, cutting-edge technologies, and breakthrough engineering to bring you the ultimate wireless gaming keyboard. The Logitech G915 is a new class of mechanical gaming keyboard featuring breakthrough light speed wireless technology. With a super fast one millisecond report rate, light speed wireless makes issues like lag time a thing of the past. The G915 is engineered with LightSync, Logitech G's amazing next-gen RGB lighting. With LightSync, you can customize lighting colors of any or every key and even synchronize your keyboard lighting to match the action in your games, music, and videos. Features a new high-performance mechanical gaming switches, Plus, the low-profile switches give you supreme gaming speed and accuracy at half the height of traditional switches. So that means smoother, more comfortable key presses from your opening attack to victory. When you're buying a Logitech product, you know that you're getting premium quality inside and out. With the incredibly thin, beautiful aluminum alloy top plate, ultra-durable keys, refined media controls, and customizable G keys to execute complex actions with a single keystroke. The rechargeable battery powers you through even the longest gaming sessions with 30 hours of nonstop battery life with a quick three-hour charge. If you guys have heard us talk about the Logitech G products and you're like, you know what, maybe today... Today is the day I've been wanting to upgrade my mouse, my headset, my keyboard. Then you've got to go to LogitechG.com and use our special promo code, What's Good, for 10% off your order. That's right. Maybe you don't need the Logitech G915 keyboard with this amazing low-profile switches. Maybe you want to get the pro headset that we talked about, or maybe you want to get one of their fancy gaming mice, because let's be honest, they've got a lot of really cool mice. That's right. You guys got to go to LogitechG.com and use that promo code What's Good. You guys, I'm literally using the G915 keyboard right now as I'm editing the show. So later on in the panel, we give away a Logitech G915 keyboard at PAX East, and we make people eat fruit by the foot for it. So if you are listening Maybe this week is the week you go to youtube.com slash what's good games. Don't forget logitechg.com promo code what's good for 10% off. Now enjoy the rest of the panel.
<laughs> Maybe you could introduce our special guest on the panel. Everyone knows who Rihanna Manuel is. Yeah. <laughs> Rihanna is here. Christine Simer's here too. I am. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you guys are all here. And so we don't have too much time. So let's not, you know, pussyfoot around. We have some really fun <laughs> news that we've been waiting to share with you guys. So. Uh, many of you are part of our Patreon community at patreon.com slash what's good games. The, the lifeblood behind keeping us running every month. I know we say it on the show all the time that we wouldn't be here without our patron supporters, but that is 100% true. Um, and because you guys have been so good to us, we finally have just enough money to hire what's good games first part-time employee. <laughs> right? It's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're approaching our three-year anniversary this May. Wait, did somebody what? say something? Someone said something. Who now said something? Own it. Say? Own up to it. Oh. Uh, uh, wait. Hold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, Queen. Thank you. <laughs> so we're approaching our three-year anniversary this May, and you know we're cooking up some really fun plans, trying to figure out some things that we want to do. Obviously, we've opened the new studio, which we're excited about. And so we're like, you know what? I think in order to really take this to the next level, we need another set of hands and eyeballs and somebody really just to kind of like up everything we do. And we thought the perfect person for this would be none other than Miss Rihanna Manuel. Thank you. Thank you so much. She's not here for no reason. (laughs) So we're really excited that she's coming on board. She's officially starting. Um, tomorrow is tomorrow, day one. Um, she's going to be on the podcast every month. She's going to be helping us with some fun things behind the scenes. So hopefully see her at all the shows that we're at. And we're really excited to have you. I'm so excited to join. Honestly, this is one of the best groups of people I've ever met. And I am really, really looking forward to working with you officially. Prepare for the shit show, girl. I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> oh. I'm ready. <laughs> we were like, listen, we really just need somebody to comment on Apex Legends because none of us play. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, um, we're super excited for you to be on board. Ree, is there something that you are really, like, pumped to talk about in the video game sphere on the show? Is there, like, something you've been, like, kind of champing at the bit to, Ooh, to go after? It's champion. I mean, aside from Apex, because that's pretty much the best thing that's happening gaming-wise for me right now. And, oh my gosh, you guys revenant. There's a whole lot to talk about there. But um, (sighs) honestly, I'm really, really excited for Ori. And Mm. Ori, the Will of the Wisps. Hmm? The Will of the Wisps. I just like saying wisps. (laughs) Wisps. uh, Full disclosure, I do work on the game in a certain capacity. It's out March 11th. You should play it. Yeah, girl. That's Get all that I'm going to say. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> cool. Well, we're excited to play it, too. They're having an event in L.A. next week. Next Thursday. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be fun. You want to come? Oh, I already RSVP'd because they did it, were nice and they did it after hours. <laughs> I was like, thank you for having an evening event. I have a real job. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so it should be fun. We also are going to be talking about some of the games that we played here at PAX. Uh, we played a bunch of stuff together on Thursday. We got to play GTFO together, which we're going to talk about, and some of the stuff the, that the rest of the individuals played for. And then we're going to be doing some giveaways, and then we're going to be doing Q&A at the end of the panel. Who was around for the Fruit by the Foot contest last night? <laughs> Wait, was it a contest, or did you just eat them? Oh, no, it was a race. It was a race. I but missed that whole thing. You did use your hands? Or what? Because no. you said you didn't do this before. No, I didn't do it. Oh, other people did other it. Other people did it. Got it, got it, got we it. We're doing it 2.0 here at the panel, so um, it's going to be fun because our friends at Logitech, which you may have heard us with our sponsorship with them, gave us a G915 keyboard. Woo! Ooh. This is a very fancy keyboard with light speed technology and light sync RGB. I'm not going to do the full ad read, I promise. Uh, but it's cool. That's how, kind of like our first place prize, and then we have some other cool stuff that, we're, that we have up here. Our friends at Xbox gave us this Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 terabyte Xbox drive, which is, is cool. Cool, P cool. Yes, very cool. And we've got some other cool random stuff up here. Yeah, like so. this horrifying creature. Yeah, so GameStop gave us this, and I was like, what is what this? What is thing? that? <laughs> What's it called? A it's called a fuddler. And it says eat. That's how sleep, I feel right game, now. Game repeat <laughs> that on is it. Me. And it's got like human teeth, you guys. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. It looks like and a it looks Furby. like it's high. It's, it's like, like full got a lot going on. Valley. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what what this that? is, but I mean, but you can adopt it. Oh wait, it says adopt at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that in just a little bit, but let's go ahead and get into some hands-on impressions of some games. So, yeah. Rihanna, you got to play a couple really fun games that you were excited to talk about. One of which is called Bake and Switch. Yes, Bake and Switch. So. This game is from Streamline Games. It's out summer 2020. So professional. And as you can see, it is the cutest thing. So that is a little dough ball. And you put the dough balls in the oven so you can bake them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a a four-player co-op. And you're you're going with the instructions on the oven. So if the dough ball is above the oven, you throw a dough ball. If there's a dodo bird made out of dough over it's the so oven cute. and that's what you throw in and you can combine them to make them bigger and get more points and then you have some obstacles in the map and you're working with each other to make sure you're getting the right uh, ingredients into the oven it's a lot of fun it's very cute and I absolutely adored playing that with some of our friends is this the kind of game that we're all going to yell at each other when we play in our streams there was a lot of communication and it could be <laughs> a lot of positive and clear or so other than that so it depends on who you're playing with. This is not a Britney game. Britney, no, no, no. This is a hard pass. Like, I'm going to run the chat, and you and Andrea I, can yell at each other. Yep, I say in the chat. I <laughs> save our friendship. Right. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to touch that. Well, wow. Yeah, no, it was absolutely wonderful. And if you go play, they have a really, really cute pin that is a little dough ball. So go Which, go uh, which booth is this in? Uh, this is over in the, the Indie Mega Booth space. In the Indie Mega Booth. Look at how cute Streamline he is. Streamline games. It's very cute. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Cool. It looks adorable. Doze. So cute. Doze. Another fun game that you said that you saw was called Armed and Gelatinous. Okay, yeah. So here's the thing about Armed and Gelatinous. Shout out to Whiskey for letting us know it was over there. Whiskey is a person, not the beverage. Yes. Yeah. I mean, shout I mean, out also to Whiskey shout out in general. To whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, out to whiskey. shout out to both. But um, no, our friend Whiskey Francois uh, told us about this um, arcade game that they then had a four-player mode available today or this weekend. And a few of us went over there, and as you can see, it is really, really cute, but then super, super vicious. So the four people are competing against one another to collect weapons that are floating around the screen and then shoot at each other. And if you dash into someone, you can take all of their weapons. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really, really really intense. Really intense, really quickly. And there was a lot of yelling, and whoever does not win feels really bad. Not that I would know. Oh, you're going to fit right in. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is a whole lot of fun. And again, a lot of communication with this game. Why are you picking all the games that are going to tear friendships apart? (laughs) Wait, Uh, I thought it was like, aren't people competing against each other? Yeah, no, you're fighting your friends. Okay. Hardcore. So, but why, why, what's the communication part? Maybe oh, I Oh, no, it's, it's not positive communication it's in this just, It's just, just yelling. Just communication. Not at all. <laughs> no, mostly gripes and a lot of shit talking, so. That no, it was right. a lot of fun. Right. And uh, I, like I talked to big derpy blobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were really derpy. I and like I talked to the plushies. devs. Wii U? Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. must be an old trailer. Yeah. Wii U. Wait, no. really say Wii U? No, this is an old. This must be old. They claim that. No, Steam, Xbox, PS4. They are working on multiplayer online, so hopefully that's coming soon. But yeah, lots of cool. opportunities for trashing your friends. Seems like a fun like couch co-op game. Yeah, definitely. Well, not couch co-op, but like <laughs> there's nothing you know. fun about. Uh, you definitely to... want to be in chat. Oh no, is it frozen? <gasps> yeah. Well, that's not happening. Hello. Wait, oh, no, it's at the end of the trailer. It's over. No, no, no. Like it's dead. The the screen. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Rip. Well. Rip. Oh, it's it, it, no, 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 like, no. That's been there. My computer is like frozen. We'll figure it well, out. Yeah, computer, computer. Let's keep going. Just hit it really hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did well, it something. Almost worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, we'll wor- work on that for a second. Why can't we just go one day without technical hiccups? Like we can't even do a fucking panel I without know. shit breaking. So yeah. we we streamed from the Pax Pods in the lobby. Have you guys seen where these streaming pods are before yeah, you go to take dead. the escalators down? So Pax reached out to us and said, hey, do you want to stream for one of these pods? And we're like, you know, can it fit all three of us? Because we know that they're usually designed for like a single streamer. And they were like, yeah, it'll be a little, you know, cozy, but you could make it work. And so we decided to stream for our Patreon streams. And 
the Q and A went as you know as expected, just taking people's questions, kind of shooting the shit. And then when it came time for gameplay, they didn't have the right Twitch dock for us, and so we didn't have our game ready. And so we decided to play Heads Up instead. Have you guys played Heads Up on your phone, Ellen's game? And it was. <laughs> An interesting discovery about what Brit knows uh, for foods and animals and what Brit does not know. Yes. Uh, yeah. What was the one that I botched really bad? Oh, I mean, there the, were a few. The duck and chicken. We were like, quack, quack. And oh. you're like, it's a chicken. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like no Wow, chicken. Brit. We were like, what? Uh, we were like, don't, yeah. quack? Don't make qu- chickens don't make quack sounds. Yeah. I think I literally broke it when I smacked it. Well... I, I'm oh. not paying for it. So. <laughs> Steimer, uh-huh. why don't we talk a little bit about what happened at D&D this afternoon, oh. <laughs> since there was no B-roll for that. It's true, there's not. There were minifigs, but sorry, man. Um, so our lovely <laughs> DM made us all really nice minifigs. Shout out and, to Lucy Jen. Um, and my yeah. character died today. So <laughs> he put a lot of effort in for not much. She looked so cool, too, I you did. Guys. I was like, I had this beautiful blue cape, uh, but the dice were not kind to me. I rolled a one, uh, which is a critical failure, which knocks out two of your hits, which I did not know. And then my last one, I rolled a five. So she done so. Yeah. That's my character that we started. Thank you. Hunter Ranger? Yeah, yeah she was a Hunter Ranger. But yeah, it's sad. I banged an elf. What? Oh, yes! You so, did not. You were like, you were just making eyes at him. I don't know. I feel like... I got us a good discount. I feel like something more than that happened. I, I mean, I fucked him for a discount. What's, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in every chapter of the campaign that we've played, and, you know, a, 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 we can't really thank Craig enough for, like, reaching out to us, like, PAX East three years ago and saying, hey, we heard you talking in on the show about how you'd never played. Can I put together a, a session for you at PAX? And we were like, you know what? That sounds fun. And now we're on chapter four of the campaign. We've played at the last four PAXs, not including PAX South. And it's been really fun. But we get really distracted at the top of the campaign. We just get very <laughs> stuck on like the shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like our outfit choices. So like, hold on. What about this one thing over here on the wall? And they're like, no, just can you just just go to the place that I already built for you? <laughs> but it, we still have a good time. We do. Hopefully you have a good time too. Yeah? He's like, I hate you guys. <laughs> How are we doing We're over back. there? We're back. We're, We're back, back, baby. We're back. Awesome. Well, Britt, what do you want to show next? Maneater. All right. Oh, yeah. This yeah. game sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. So this game is coming out this May, and I have the premise here on Steam because I think I just can't do it justice. <clears throat> Ooh, look at that dash, that shark dash. You were cut from your mother's body and left to die in the unforgiving waters of the Gulf Coast. Your only tools are your wits, your jaws, and an uncanny ability to evolve as you feed. Anything and everything is on the menu, provided you kill it before it kills you. So yes, you are a shark that can have electricity. (laughs) Oh my god, it has electricity. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Oh my god, this is the coolest game. Dude, I'm (laughs) telling you. So it's developed and published by Tripwire. And like I said, it's coming out this May for PC via Epic Games Store, PS4, and Xbox One. And you, like like I said, you were cut from your mom because an asshole named Scaly Pete caught your mom, cut you out of her body, and now you want to get your revenge. So there are seven open world-ish areas, and you can hunt for food, you can evolve, you can get certain evolutions like bone armor. Or you can get, like you saw, bioelectricity, where you actually, there you go, shoots electricity yeah, nice. out of your body. Super cool. Yeah, and if there's a full skill tree. I mean, it's a full action RPG, and I think I was really surprised by this, because something I love about PAX... Is that an Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the orca, these are called the apex predators, and every region has one, I believe. And uh, the only one I got to see was Rosie the alligator. But they have killer whales and other sorts of things, and you eat people, and it's kind of fun, but kind of terrible at the same time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was really surprised because I love coming to PAX to play games that I normally would not play. And this just looked so hilarious. And this was actually ended up being one of the best things that I played on the floor. It's really well done. I thought the controls felt really oh, no. good. Yep. Run! And yeah, it, it's it, man eater. May 22nd. So would you say that you were born from a C-section? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Get off the panel. <laughs> <laughs> 
I cannot take credit. That is a John Drake joke that he texted me right now. Oh, wow. I mean, the more I think about it, the better that nice. gets. But, but it was, a it's a good groaner. Thanks, honey. Um, good job, John. So we have to kick John out. Is what? We're yeah, <laughs> sorry, John, you're canceled. No, we need you. Don't leave. Uh, but no, it, it, it mean, it's a fully, like I said, action RPG, skill tree, narrative. There's a whole thing going on, and I had a lot of fun. It's like I the dolphin the on steroids. Do you have hmm? conversation trees? No. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. The game is... Narr- no. Wait, did you say yes? Wait, what? No, there's no conversation. But oh, okay. it's a thing I want to talk about. Is It's narrated by Chris Parnell. Oh. And people know who that is. I don't, but he's on SNL and Rick and Morty, I guess. I don't know celebrities. I'm sorry. But he narrates the whole thing. So it's kind of like a nature documentary as you're watching it, which really gives it some silly tongue-in-cheek humor. Nice. Yeah, it's great. That is... That, it looks fun. Yeah, yeah it does. It's great. It's and the controls fun. are fun. You have the bite, so you can just, like, swim it around with a hungry, hungry hippo mouth, and then you eat something. You can thrash it. You can tail whip it. You I kill like the torpedo divers. dive that he does sometimes. <laughs> you, like, yeah, you can, go, you can go on the beach barrel roll. for, like, a hot minute, and you can go, like, get all the beachgoers if you want to be a real dick. Yeah. I mean, what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. I mean, you're a shark. That's what, That's you, what you do. do. Yeah, you got, I mean, you they kill people on the beach. You got to get your revenge. But no, check it out if you can. I heard the lines were kind of long, but if uh, tomorrow might be a little bit more slow, check it out. I just like it. I like the weird evolved version where you're kind of... Have like the bone armor and the electricity yeah. shooting out of you. Yeah, yeah that great. looks rad. You just look like a weird sci-fi creature. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, a game that we all got to play together. I don't know. Do you have video for GTFO? I do. This game is was in the um, Unity Overtone booth. And did anybody get a chance to go by and play GTFO? The four-player? Yeah. yeah, we got no, one. It's really dark, but... One woo. <laughs> Just one woo for GTFO. They have a really fun name. They um, do. And so I thought it was going to be, like, a little bit more intense because of the name. But I guess, like, the idea is, like, you want to escape because there's all these weird monsters. The three of us <laughs> played. Rihanna, Britt, and I sat down with one of the members of the dev team and we went through, and what we didn't realize is that you have to be very careful about your stealth, which means you have to be crouching, no sprinting, no accidentally turning your flashlight on. I'm sure that went well for Britt. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was terrible. <laughs> Brittany just runs into things, and she's like, face tank. Oh, yeah, I love the face tank. No, I died so many times. It was not great. Um, I tried going after these things with my melee weapon. I would not recommend it. It's good because you want to be stealthy, right? And if you, some of them see you, then they're like, oh, my God. And they're the most hideous creatures. They have pussy butts. Yeah, they're pussy butts. Yeah. Legit. They're these weird, like, humanoid things with, like, lumps all over their ass. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, they kind of look like a combination of, like, a clicker and... But on their butt? No, like it was on. It was kind of on their face. I didn't see one with like anything coming out of its butt. You didn't see that? Oh yeah, they got real, no. real pimply butts. It's Brady's weird. Like that's all I noticed. <laughs> of course, that makes sense. That's why I'm on this team? A nine-person team called Ten Chambers Collective is making this game, and it's in early access right now. And it's going to be in early access through the end of the year. Uh, they said they're looking at going out of early access sometime in 2021. So it's still like pretty early in development. And it's on PC because early access. And it's does, it, it doesn't quite feel like a tactical squad shooter in the sense that a lot of other like four-player co-op games mm-hmm. do because it feels like you don't... We, or at least we didn't play it long enough to really get a vibe of like using our abilities to help each other too much. No, there I mean, was, like, we gave no each other comp. like armor and med packs, but... So the real quick the idea is that we are a team of prisoners forced to explore and extract valuable artifacts from a vast underground complex that has been overrun by terrifying creatures. And when the game starts, we're all bound, like our mouths are all like gagged, you know. And then they, they sh- you have to go down, down, down into the tunnel, and then it's like have fun, good luck. Yeah, it's have very fun. Out for the pimply murder. Bye. Um. So the oh yeah, hard- there's one right there. Look. Wait. Oh, can you? I, I wish want you, you could zoom. No, oh, that's the back one. But that's his butt. That's his it's, butt. But yeah, but it just looks like a weird. I mean, that's not that's not the pimply ones. You can see some of the pimples forming in the crack, though. If you look, wait. Anyway, this is a but, weird draw we have. Okay, <laughs> but do you see what I mean? It kind of looks look like, like a clicker. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. But they definitely move okay. the same way. Oh, look, close oh. above the butt. <laughs> wait, come back. Wait, turn it around. <laughs> well, Smack them in the butt. That is a right in the butt. Okay, it does have butt pimples in a way I did not realize. <laughs> <laughs> They're like butt boils. They're Ew. really large, <laughs> gross. Unfortunate, but it was interesting because they have but this boils. component where you actually need to use the keyboard to type commands into the computers to find rooms. And I haven't mostly because I don't play games on PC really ever. I hadn't played a game that really utilized the keyboard as part of the gameplay in a long time. And so you have to use the key these kiosks that you find within the world and then type in these commands to the keyboard. 
and then it shows you like, oh, you have to go to this room and find a key card, and you come back, and then there's like this instance where you have to do like fight waves of enemies that come in, and mm-hmm. it kind of feels like a little bit of Horde and like a little bit of uh, Horde from Gears of War and a little bit of Rainbow Six in the sense that you have to, each person has different abilities and different guns. And there's friendly fire, and there's friendly oh, fire for your no. turrets that you put down, what? which is really horrible. Because oh, no. then when all the monsters start rushing you and there's friendly fire, it just goes south really fast. Real fast. Yeah, yeah. I had a shotgun turret. That's, that's a lot of black So if you like dying or you like punishment and you like, you know, you know, feeling sad about You're doing a great job at gameplay experience. <laughs> yeah, this Maybe this game is for you. Really selling me on it. Um, I just found it, like, too stressful. It was stressful. It's it intense. Stressful. Yeah, the waves of monsters. So what you have to do is get everyone together, and then there's all these different entrances, and you have, like, foam grenades, because you had the foam. No, Andrea had the and foam. I had mines. Oh, oh yeah, I had, had glow foam. sticks, though. Oh, she did have glow sticks. So <laughs> all these rave? monsters are coming. All I see are these glow sticks randomly being thrown. Like, how is that helping us right now? I had 11 glow sticks to throw up monsters. It was a party. It was wow. great. Well, the glow sticks are useful if you need ambient light, because the glow sticks don't alert the monsters, but your flashlight will. Yeah. But you have a limited amount of glow sticks. But yeah. spoilers, if you throw a glow stick and it hits the monster, it, 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 <laughs> they, it alerts, they are it alerts them. <laughs> they can feel the glow stick. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's get cozy. Uh, I wow, mean, wow, this, wow. are we doing our panel in the dark now? I mean, Is I this kinda, now an episode I'm kind of into it. <laughs> after dark. We really wanted to emphasize the horror atmosphere <laughs> of this game. Yes. Of the pimple butt. But what I love is that the power to the board is still going. We're still recording. We're still, so thank uh, goodness. We're still For good. people listening to the podcast next week, all of the lights just went out. And it was yes. pitch black. And now it looks like the emergency lights are on. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, you did that intentionally. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. So you have these areas, and we you have confused. these foam grenades, these foam guns, and there's multiple entrances where they can come in at. That's what she said. And so you want to foam some of the doors, and the foam essentially slows them down, and then you have to try to... Oh, God, look at how they Ew, crawl. I love how they crawl. It's so good. Like, ah. Um, and then there's these little security points you want to stand on, and then I think you just want to basically not die. It's kind of like the point yeah, of it. And then the you move on part. to the next room. And the thing is you want to find certain key cards to go into certain areas. So you have to do a lot of exploration. It's a risk versus reward. If we don't have any health, we don't have any items, do we try to explore over here? Because one, one of the classes can tell you whether or not there are enemies in the next room. So before you go, you'll have an idea of, like, hey, there's eight enemies here, or maybe not. And our developer that we played with said there were no enemies. Turns out there were a lot of enemies. Yeah. And we died. Good times. <laughs> Yeah. GTFO. GTFO. So if you want to be scared, they're kind of pitching it as like a Left 4 Dead meets Alien. Mm-hmm. And we're back. And we're back. Well, yeah, no, the Can lights are good because we are, we are recording video recording. The well, it's just going to be a little bit dark right there. <laughs> cool. So we also stopped by the Bethesda Days. Anybody make it their yeah. way over there? Yeah. A few people. Yeah, cool. to play. They have Doom Eternal over there, and they have the Wastelanders update for Fallout 76, which is what... I spent a little time playing, and I haven't played that game since it launched for a lot of reasons, which I don't <laughs> need to explain to anybody in this room. <laughs> it was a little rough chuckles at the beginning, um, but now it seems like they've made quite a few updates that felt like they really were p- putting the game to where I personally think it should have been at launch. Yeah. But, and, you know, we're not going to get into the... Uh, the controversy over the like, subscription business that they have going on. That's, we'll just set that aside for now and talk about the DLC. So it looks way better, and there's people now. There there's, are. It feels yeah, like I a Fallout game. And I was like, look, there's people to talk to. Oh, my God, conversation trees. <laughs> it, it's um, interesting that I guess I didn't really think too much about how there weren't voiced NPCs when I first started playing a 76. I was just more concerned about all of the bugs and how un unenjoyable it was that people were griefing me constantly. But they've fixed a lot of those griefing issues, which is good. And so I'm actually interested now to take some time to go back and explore more of what they did with, with 76 and really kind of see these story beats and these narrative arcs that they've added. So there's certain areas that you can go into. And if you're with a team, your team can go in with you. But other people in the world can't join you. And then when you're inside these buildings is where you get to have these like narrative moments. And they did that so that people aren't 
running through your screen or trying to like mess with you while you're trying to have like a fallout conversation with somebody that happened in some of the lighter like npc moments when you were outside in the regular world and like some dude just ran straight downhill it was really weird looking i was like did he just okay because we're like in the middle yeah we were in the middle of a conversation with an npc we ran into in the world and like this other person in my in my game was just like running back and forth in the background it was like (laughs) super "Mm -hmm." distracting but there was some people that were playing with us that were in the the private test server that Bethesda has and they were actually like really nice and they're like let us help you go through these quests and at first I didn't think they were being nice you I thought, thought they were they trying were, to kill I you I thought they were trying to troll me because there was like level 100 and I'm like level 3 yeah so he, yeah he were like I'm scared what if I go <laughs> out and they kill me I was like I don't think they're gonna kill you but if they do we'll alert Bethesda because we're right here <laughs> that's true they were they were watching the gameplay but it definitely feels a lot better than it did at launch and it looks good and I'm I'm hoping that Maybe this game can find like a, a second wind. Is anybody in here interested in Fallout seventy six? You're like I'm done, so yeah, There's just people, just a handful. I mean, it's oh, like well. it's not surprising, but also just like a tad sad because it's such a giant franchise for them that that because it's been so long that people are like, you know what, I'm good. There's a lot of other stuff to play. Yeah, the the one thing I actually was glad that those like level one hundred people came over for was. I didn't actually realize how cool like the end game customization stuff is because they looked really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, yeah, and then like somebody had like a really what was it, like a sheep it was head, like, it was like, like, like a, like a wolf skin like a, head thing. It was really they had some really cool um, armor and then some cool guns oh. and then they like one guy went invisible and I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested now. <laughs> like, well, what, I think that was one of my favorite parts about when Fallout 76 launches. We talked about the skin system and how you can get these really awesome cosmetic skins, but you don't have to do like transmogrification on each of your individual armor pieces because like what a headache a that ass. would be. And so I think they really nailed that, but obviously they nailed that because they're selling all kinds of cosmetic skins in the game, yeah. which is kind of like a wah-wah. Like, I mean, I'm all about buying cosmetics in the game because I like looking pretty. All of the What's Good Guardians know that my hunter needs to look pretty before we go into battle um <laughs> hold on <laughs> listen i gotta have the sparkliest cape there is okay i understand um, yes yeah, you, you're, yeah, a, no, I get you're you. a fellow cape person mm-hmm. um and so like i i haven't played the game long enough to know like what the balance is between what you can earn in game for customizations and what you have to buy i have to imagine it's not as great as it should be but you know it's the way the cookie crumbles mm, probably why i'm not skis. playing 76 <laughs> Anyway, it looks better. So, hooray! It looks hooray. better. Good for them. Um, speaking of Bethesda, uh, Rihanna. Yeah. You played Doom Eternal. I did. I played Doom Eternal. And full disclosure, it was my first time ever playing Doom. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a first time for <laughs> everything. Good. Oh, my oh, wow. God. Look at you. Welcome back, everybody. just came back up. Hi. Oh, my retinas. <laughs> Yeah, um, I played Doom Eternal yesterday for about 30-ish minutes and loved the hell out of it. And I honestly didn't expect to. I am a first-person shooter kind of person, so I don't know why I never touched Doom until yesterday. But I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I found the tutorial to be very competent. I was easily introduced to each of the movesets and once somebody tapped me on the shoulder and explained hey you can jump uh, maybe <laughs> maybe you You're should like, use oh. that to climb up <laughs> um, I was just uh, off and, and running and it was so much fun I love the feeling that it gives you when you, you shoot and you see the little flashing aura over your enemy and you're like, oh, now's my chance. <laughs> and then you have this like loot explosion every time you kill them. It, like, oh, it's amazing. Oh. And once I got to a certain point where we were in sort of like a subway situation and I had less movement, um, it became more of a combat puzzle. And that was another level to Doom that I didn't know it even existed. And I am now super excited for this game. Did you walk away feeling like a badass? A little bit. I died yeah. a lot. I mean, that's but Doom. It yeah. was so much fun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was great. I think I'm the only one who hasn't played that. Really? I think y'all have done it at preview events. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you'll, I think you'll enjoy what, you know, just to harken back to what I talked about at the, the hands-on preview event that I did, like a couple of weeks couple weeks a month it was a little while ago Mm. time Um, is a flat circle is that i think like it did a such a fantastic (laughs) did a fantastic job (laughs) (laughs) of making it more approachable for people who are interested in a first person shooter that have never played doom yeah but they also like ramped up the ability to 
really scale your skill as well with the multiple difficulties that are in the game. And they did add a lot more of the combat puzzle nature to it with, you know, how the glory kills, you know, help refill your armor. And if you do melees, you can get health. And, you know, kind of really building in this idea that you have to actively be thinking about how you're killing each enemy based off your status. All the while, you have to be constantly moving at all times. So it is this, like, give and take of, like, traversal, shooting and how you proceed through the level on top of, like, secrets and collectibles, the things that people love and know about the Doom franchise. So. Yeah, and if you go into a subway with only four shotgun bullets, it's going to be really, really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Doom. That's true. Do you know what difficulty you were playing on? I think it was the middle one. I don't remember which one yeah, it was. Yeah, just normal-ish okay. or whatever. Normal. 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 Normal mode. <laughs> normal. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Doom. I love what um, they've been doing with Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Have you guys seen the Isabel and uh, Doomslayer artwork? The like, all the fans on like the shoulder. Oh, it's like there's like all kinds of it because like Bethesda like commented on one of Nintendo's things, and thankfully Nintendo like was like playing along, and now there's all this fan art of being the of them being like BFFs. That'd be amazing. Yeah, because they're out on the same day. In case anyone's like, why is why are they getting together? Yeah, at the because end of next they month. should. Yeah. They should. I agree. Um, cool. Uh, cool. Brittany, is there anything else you want to talk about that you played? <sighs> I was going to talk about Animal Crossing, but I can't. Under embargo. Under embargo. <laughs> I played a game called Those Who Remain. Uh, it's a game about things trying to kill you. Surprise. Babies trying to kill you? No. Things? things? I think she said. Oh. I was thinking You're that might so not be a bad idea. For a, I know. I, I miss you. It's, the withdrawals are real. Um, but no, it was a game that, that would be like a Britney game. Um, it's kind of a game about the psychological effects of infidelity and just feeling really guilty about all that. And you start the demo off and you want to go break up with your side piece. But you go to the hotel and she ain't there. But the Uh-oh. shower's still on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The shower is on. And then this is like, like a, wait, was it a Backstreet Boys song or a 98 Degrees song? <laughs> Like there oh, was really a song about like the call, the call. Yes, the call. The call. Yeah. Let me tell you about the yes. call. Yeah. Yes. I, I, those aren't the lyrics. Okay. This yeah. is that, but to eleven. Yeah. But then uh, it kind of just goes from there. You walk out. There's a face in the TV, which is totally normal. And then there are all these like these shadow creatures. So I would suggest you might like this, like this, because there's no jump scares. Hmm, it's all not. like psychological, right? And like building the atmosphere and like. Ah. But they, there was one point though when I was being chased by like a dead lady, and that was kind of intense. I mean. I don't know that that sounds like a thing that I would yeah. like. <laughs> Pretty sure it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll play it with you if we play the Backstreet Boys, the call on blast while it's going. <laughs> then maybe I can stomach but no, it. It's, I would say it's a, obviously it's a stressful game, but you can't die in it. Um, they want to make sure it's not the kind of game that has jump scares so you won't like shit yourself. So if you're kind of like looking nice. for... It's very kind of them. You know, <laughs> no poops. Yeah. No poops. That should you're be like a new safe. ESRB rating. No poops. Um, but yeah, I would say like check it out. It comes out in May as well. If you're looking for something that's a little creepy, but we don't have to worry about things jumping out at you. You can look at that. Just don't look behind you because there will probably be a dead lady oh. chasing you. No one likes that. I mean, it's a rule I don't look behind me in games. <laughs> Scary <Real> thumbs. <laughs> specifically. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good policy. Just keep looking forward. Nothing bad up there. Did anyone, is anyone here excited for SpongeBob? Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes, they are. Cool. I played thing. that too. I never played the original SpongeBob. Definitely feels like a game taken out of, when did that game come out? 2000? 90s? Anyone? Okay, it's like 2000-ish. Yeah, uh, if that's a thing, I think you'll really, if that's a thing you liked back in the day, you'll probably really like it. I was playing it, I'm like, this is cute. Um, But yeah, it's like, it feels like a game from 2000. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. So you're not a fan? It's from a time capsule. It's just not for you. That's okay. You could say it's not for you. Well, I mean, maybe if we got really... Never mind. Yes, not for me. But I'm sure if you like the game back in the day, you'll love it now. Because it's the same, apparently. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Um, I also got to stop by Three Fields Entertainment's booth and got to play some Dangerous Driving 2, Ooh. which I believe I talked about. Did you play it, too? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you think? Right? So we talked about Dangerous Driving, the first one, I believe, at PAX East last year. Um, and I'm so glad that they sold enough copies to make the game that they wanted to make the first time but didn't have the money for. So that was the thing I talked about after that game was released. So the team that makes Dangerous Driving, the people behind Three Fields, are all former Criterion that left EA together. They have over, like, each of them has over 20 years of experience making games. They're like, they were core members of the, um, the burnout 
team. And so they took all of their skills and they're like, we're going to make our own game on our own rules and make our own work-life balance and do it our way. And so now Dangerous Driving 2 is a thing. And now they've added in multiplayer, which I'm very excited about. So we got to play the two-player multiplayer mode. And they said that they're going to be bringing their four-player mode to PAX West, which is exciting. And that's coming out later this year. And the game looks great. I think it looks awesome. They, and they showed, it, me, showed me a build running on Nintendo Switch, which I didn't think was going to be possible because there's, I, I don't know, a, a racing game with graphics like that on Switch just seems like it wouldn't run very well. But they're not, they haven't locked in the specs yet, so the build was actually really new. It was like a 12-week-old build, and I was like, you guys brought this to PAX? You've only been working on it for three months? And he's like, yeah, just one guy built that. And I was like, wow. that's Smart amazing. Dude. So um, we're going to try to do something special, like a special interview with them at PAX where we get to sit down with their team because there's just seven of them that are making this game, which I think is wild that they've done all of this work. But that's what happens when you're like a, you have all of that experience. I think, what, they have over 120 years of experience between them on their team, which is kind of wild to think it's about. out there. But I guess that means you get to do cool stuff. And they're doing live drawings. So like the two artists in the game are down at the Three Fields booth. They're like just like hand drawing cars and like, putting them up on the walls. So if I you guys are that. if you guys are interested in game art and something that you think is cool, might want to pop by there and take a look at all the art that they've made and oh, draw no. it on site. Oh, oh no. Oh, We've got the MF of art. Uh, are um, you going to draw us a car? A car? Sure. Yeah. Okay, while Brittany's drawing us a car, I think this is probably a great time for us to um, to maybe do these giveaways. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, here's how it's going to run. We decided we're going to demo this Fruit by the Foot contest to show you how it goes. Rihanna. Yes, yes. Throw this, and you got to catch it. Okay. Oh, that's not how wheels work. Nice. Solid catch. Okay, go. that just looks like balls. Let me play. <laughs> so, it, do, it does. It's going to get better, I promise. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look great Wait, right now. Careful. Careful. <laughs> They're just wheels, guys. It's yeah, just wheels. Get your everybody. mind out of the gutter, geez. So while she's doing that, we're trying this. to figure out how to pick people. We never really. Wait, how did you, we I didn't, didn't really, see this last night. We didn't really suss out how to pick people to play. I mean, whoever um, wants to humiliate guess, themselves in a room full of people. I guess, yeah, we need six These volunteers. These are gluten free, by two, the way. Three. Wait, hold oh, wow. on. I definitely saw the nanobiologist's hand up first. The guy next to you can come up to. Oh, I uh, fucked up and I ripped it. Did you rip it? I, just, I was mindlessly oh, just was playing up. with the fruit by the foot. I saw your hand go up. There was a hand over on this side that shot up too. Brianna, did you see? Any, I, I was, I was no. really focused on unwrapping Who's this. Eeny, meeny, miny, moment. What is this? I mean, I picked, I picked people already. Do you have a... I'm open to hearing your argument, sir. No, the guy all the way in the back. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> and then the guy there. You, and okay. then Simon, you picked the last person. Oh, I get to, this oh, oh, this is pressure. Oh, pressure for you, I feel Simon. like we haven't picked a lot of people from over here, so... Yeah. Uh, Grey Beanie. That's you. You are now yeah, Grey Beanie. That's you. You did it. With the pom-pom. I'm like, I just see a Grey Beanie, so there we go. I guess we could... We wanted to make... I guess we could do one more. Yeah. Why do we do one more? How many do we have? Shout out with the best Resident Evil. Do we have a person that's no one. not a man that wants to play? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, there's a girl. All right, yeah. cool. I see her. Oh, wait. Oh, you yeah. in the front row. She put her <laughs> hand up. Yes. Sorry. We'll give you something later. You can play, too. We have prizes. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them are great, but you, you can shoot your shot. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come I've on over. I've got lots of fruit by the foot. Come on over, Woo. baby. Woo. Reminder. Thank you, Logitech, for supplying the G915. We autographed the box if you want to keep it. Um, okay, so here's how it goes. Everybody's got to stand up. Yeah. I mean, I already fucked it up, so. Well, good news. I have lots of extra fruit by the foot. Wait, I think I actually fixed it because they're sticky enough. So unroll it. And just like and smash take it the, back together. Take it off of the backing. It's Frankenstein. Frankenstein fruit by the foot. And then, um, Miss Maria, could it's you really help me pass Fruit by the Foot out oh, to our boy. contestants? I feel like we should be charging for this. So I think we got to start with the folded, the folded end at the top. Okay. So 
Who's gonna play the music, Maria? You got the music? Is there music? Oh yeah, she's got oh, yeah, yeah. she's got music. It's on Maria's phone. Because it's not doesn't really feel like a race without I mean, some like good race music. It's a race I'm right? eager to lose, so let's just Maria. get going. Maria, we need okay. The, we need so if you guys are gonna unwrap and unroll, do not put it in your mouth. Yet. I would recommend you hold it with the, with the backing until we're done with ours. And we're going to demo how you guys are going to do this. Do you have your... Uh, I love that we're demoing Maria something go? we've never done. We've never done this. This makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, you guys got to stand up with your hands behind your backs. Yeah. Keeping them honest, guys. All right. Don't go too far from the, cause of the camera angle. So we'll move the camera to do you guys in a second. Okay, so here's how we're going to do. We're going to stick it in your mouth, and we're going to do ours first, and then you guys are going to go. And the goal is to eat. We should just do it all at the same time. You think so? Yeah. Why not? You guys want to do it at the same time? Yeah. Let's do it at the same time. Feels it. Feels well, it. someone's got to watch. It's going to be hard for the camera, though. So we can, That's true. So we'll do ours first. And oh, then we'll do mine. We, I want to get it all on camera. Okay, okay. so. So we can show the grandkids. Let's go. And then we're just going to eat it with our hands behind the back, and whoever finishes it first wins. Okay. So complicated. Okay. Ready? Hands behind your back. There's timer. All right. I just became infinitely more attracted to Brittany. Jason, watch out. Wow, okay. I'm sure I've never been watching this fight. I'm proud of myself. I'd like to thank my husband for all the practice. Do something. (laughs) Maria, lead us. Uh, so. It has to be swallowed. I think it's just in your mouth. Do the thing for eating competitions where it's like. Oh. Yeah. That's fair. We need to we need to see a clean tongue. I don't think it really matters what angle your head is at. I would say if you tilt it back, it probably is not going to be in your favor, but you know, you do you. Okay, let's do okay. it. Easy, John. Easy. Here we go. All right, everyone, hands behind your back. Hand backs. behind your back. All right. And Go, go, go. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, it looks like it's a pretty even race so far. Oh. Oh, oh, we have oh, oh. pulling ahead. They're breaking out, oh. breaking out. Oh, oh, oh. at oh. the end, get it. Oh, don't forget you got two. We need a tongue, we need a tongue. Yeah, two, you got two. Oh, oh, my God. Wait, wait, keep wait, going, wait, keep, keep going. going. You have two. to be in order so two. we can give you your prizes. So it's one, what? two, Number two. We need a tongue. Four, five, three, six, three. Oh, he's not done yet. So you're five. Four. Five? Six. She was done really soon, yeah. Seven. Yeah, she's three. Eight. Okay. All right. Everybody got their number? Congratulations. So here's how we're going to work it. Let's line up. You get to come up and pick your prize in the order that you were in the race. So let's line up in order. You did it. Well done. Congratulations, sir. I mean, technically, you don't have to pick this if you don't want it, but, you know, you do you. <laughs> and then everybody up here can also pick... Yeah, you're from my like really great in the order stack that you of games. <laughs> I mean, just, I would, just I would take grab it, it. But you know, you earned it. And then you can grab a game, too, if you want. Congratulations. Oh, and a pin if you don't have a what's good pin. Okay, number two? Yeah. She, she's what number two. She's want. number two. I you're number three. Yeah, that was a good clean tongue. Well, clean tongue. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. We're going to do questions. So if you guys have questions, we're going to begin Q&A now. So, so there is a microphone in the middle, in the middle of, the of the room. So if you would like a qu- to ask a question, you can grab a game, too. And, <laughs> and you can also take a pen if you, if you don't have a pen. All right. Go ahead. You're first. Hello, ladies. Um, so as GDC has now officially been canceled, how do you feel that impacts 
or alternatively, what do you miss to the show? And lastly, who's your next for? Hmm. Okay. Uh, number three. Um. So GDC being canceled is wild. Um. I don't know how it's going to have like ripple effects. Um. It is the last major show before E3. And there was anticipation of seeing hardware. Um, the State of Unreal, Epic's big press conference that they do every GDC being postponed, I think is going to have big implications as well. And it, since it just happened yesterday, it's hard to kind of know like how people are going to pivot. No, number four. Um, no, she's she's number four. She's number. Baby she's number girl, four. She's. It's all you. you. Yeah. yeah, you come on down. Um, it's it's hard. It's frustrating. I'm sad about it. We we don't need to rehash everything we've already talked about on the show about our feelings about the the reactions and why they did it. Like it's done now. So like there's nothing to be done. So we had to cancel. <laughs> we had to cancel our trip to yeah. go up there. Um, and I think that them moving it to the summer is kind of a crazy idea because there's so many other shows happening in the summer. So I don't know where where they would put it between. E3 and San Diego Comic-Con, PAX West, yeah. and then there's like all of the esports co- um, competitions that happen in the summer too. So, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a big question, and it sucks. Uh, my favorite Backstreet Boy is Brian. Oh, Nick. I, well, that's yeah, that's a solid pick. Uh, Nick Carter. Oh, yeah. Blonde-haired wonder. Mm. Number five. Creepy. Uh, I would say JC because ABDC. Oh, and if you J- didn't get a pen. JC, back to Wait, JC. Oh, no, am I the wrong? Oh, sh- sync. That's the wrong, wrong one. Bean. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez Louise, How girl. She talked of the 90s. <laughs> um, but talking about the ripple effect, the, the now the mummerings are, mummerings? That's not a word. Mumblings. Mummerings. E3. What's going to happen with that? Do you I mean, want, are you keeping this? No, please give it away from me. Don't forget someone, the fugglers up for grabs. Oh, please yeah. someone take that and burn Everyone's it. Everyone's champing at the bit for that one. But, yeah. <laughs> you want the fuggler? Thank you. I mean, you look really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, the, the number, number one six? Fuggler fan over here. Hello. Hey guys. So jumping off the back of that question, um, obviously coronavirus is in the giant news right now. Um, how do you think it's going to affect the contact? Are we going to see uh, delays both for resource and moral reasons? Because, you know, you know, in countries like that, I mean, the manufacturing process takes place in China, but I mean, like Japan, like, they, kids are out of school for the next uh, month, a month just to prevent the spread, spread of this. So, do you, uh, do you think the gaming industry has a uh, moral incentive to maybe push, uh, push this uh, uh, back so that we don't tax workers too much? That's a really hard question to answer, mostly because we don't have any visibility into the manufacturing pipeline. Obviously, we know that the parts come from China and the factories in China, but it sounds like news from the Chinese government is suggesting that the it's on the decline and that they're hoping that it's going to be wrapped up in the next like couple of months. So I don't know exactly like from a like a long term perspective like how it's going to impact the console launches in the fall. Um, and, like, how many months ahead they need that. So, I mean, when it, you talk about, like, a, a moral question, I mean, it's, it's tough to say because, on one hand, like, you want to be able to give people the time they need to heal if they're sick. On the other hand, China has hundreds of millions, in fact, billions of people that all need to work, too. So if they shut down the factories out of like respect for just the people that are sick, then all the healthy people aren't getting paid. So it's like, well, what's the cost of that, right? Like it's it's a it's a tough thing to answer. But games will be <laughs> delayed. Yes. Well thank you for giving me a shot. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So if you could pick one feature from the new Xbox that we know about the PS5, or the Switch to become standard for all the consoles going forward, which would be? Portability. That's what I want. I want to be able to you pick up that tiny, oh, everything to be miniature? I was, well, yeah. I mean, I mean no, not everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just love the functionality of being able to take, ah, it took you a minute, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. What about you, girl? 
I would say um, backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. honestly. Replaying stuff is it's just fun, and it's nice to be able to do that. It's on, about damn time. Yeah, it's nice to be able to do yeah. it on the same machine and not having to switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we don't care about their answer. <laughs> Hello. Uh, do you have any suggestions on how to uh, get someone to spooky games or be able to try them more often? <laughs> Does this person drink? get them very drunk now offer I mean, them incentives like gifts i mean like i've tried to get simon to play spooky games it's not working so like i can't say i have the best results but uh i think playing Ooh, dead space dead space 3 is co-op that's a good one find a co-op scary game and just get that person and very don't like up. taunt the person because that will not make them want to do it ever again that's fair you're welcome. Hello. Hi. Two questions. Uh, with all the moves that Microsoft has been doing for the past year, basically, they were trying to regain control of the market and all that, do you actually think that they do the right thing? Do you, do you think they have a shot you know, next year or this year when we come back and to go back to the 360 globalities? And the second question, how's your dog? What was the second question? How's my dog? You want to answer that one first? He's really good. I love him. He's so stupid. <laughs> He's the best. Um, he is really cute. Thanks. <laughs> yes, to answer it shortly, I think this is Xbox's time to really make a splash back. I think it's been interesting watching Phil Spencer publicly speak about where he thinks the strategy of Xbox is going into the future, particularly his comments about their competition being people like Amazon and Google who are in the cloud services space along with Microsoft and not PlayStation and Nintendo who are in the hardware space. Clearly, hardware is going to be part of the upcoming generation, but the generation after that, who knows? Maybe we will be ready for, for cloud services fully across telecoms, and maybe things will get better you know, for access and data caps and bandwidth streaming and all of that. But um, I think Xbox is setting it up to do something really cool. They certainly have a lot of games like in the tank that we don't know about, right? They like, have all of these developers that they've they just know, gobbled up. collected like Pokemon, <laughs> so... I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm really excited for them to have a big E3, and I'm excited for Xbox Series X. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Um, I have a question about the podcast. Um, when you read the news, like any given event or story is going to be covered by 30 publications. So what makes you choose a Polygon write-up over the IGN write-up or the Kotaku write-up? Like, do you pick the first one, or do you, read, do you actually read them all and pick the best one? I'm just curious about what the system looks like. When I put the show notes together, because Andrew and I split that pretty much, I read several articles about the same thing. Because what you'll find is some publications get a, maybe they get a quote that the other article didn't get or they didn't link to, or maybe there's like a little tidbit of info that wasn't included or more spe- specific details. Um, so... And also, like, when we read an article, it's like, okay, where do we, what are we going to talk about? Like, what's the point of reading this? Where do we want that conversation to go? And if there's an article that kind of leads, leans into that a little bit more, that's the one I'll choose. Pretty much, like, what she said, we also know a lot of the writers on these sites now, and so we know that we can trust people's sources from specific writers, and some writers have, you know, like, funny stories or funny bits that they throw in that we enjoy. Um, there's specific outlets that we prefer to go to, um, and some that we avoid for a variety of reasons. But yeah, we generally try, especially if it's like a really big story, to get multiple perspectives to see, you know, different angles on, you know, how we could cover it. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes? Hello. Hello. So I have a very generic question. Um, what is your 11th favorite game of all time? No, 11th stressful beloved favorite game? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's too specific. <laughs> oh, 11. I think it's a beloved favorite of all time. Oh, come on. I don't remember my top 10 list in general. Man. I don't remember a lot of things. There's no way. I'd have to make spreadsheets. I'd have to make spreadsheets. I'd have to cross-examine. I can't. I would say Kingdoms of Amalur. Wow. Yes. <laughs> 11. It's really yes. Really, that's actually yeah. a really excellent 11th like game pick. I love that game. How have so we good. never talked about this, Ree? I don't know. Maybe we should discuss it soon. We, we should. should. Yeah. Come on, THQ. Don't let us down. They bought it. What's your 11th favorite game? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you. 
Yeah, see? See? Wow, you. you did not come prepared with an answer either. You, I got you. Come get your prize, you silly head. <laughs> What's the dark Nintendo? Okay. So, yeah, question yeah. for Andrea specifically. Okay. Um, my buddy Mike went to the meetup last night and told you you were playing with a certain clan member of yours. It rhymes with and the dust. Yes. Uh, and I wasn't going to say anything, but he, you specifically said, we can play with them, but we can't take them. So my question is to you, 1v1 for Panda Must Rights? Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Listen, what? Panda Musk is a person. He, he gets to be for himself. If he wants to leave the clan, he can leave the clan. Like, I don't know why he would want to leave, but... That's fine, because we're, like, the What's Good Guardians are pretty active in Destiny, so some of our other um, What's Good clans are not, like, our Division clan, like, <laughs> has periods of time where it just died when <laughs> no one was playing, but now, like, because the new stuff is out, it's, it's more active, but I, I get, you know, that if you guys want to do stuff, you can do stuff. I, ain't... <laughs> oh, I know you were trying to. Didn't take your bait. <laughs> Hi, apologies if you talked about any of these at the beginning, I missed it, but uh, coming from Europe, I'm interested in, in how you feel about Cyberpunk and several years from now, the next Witcher. Oh, Ooh. more Witcher would be good. Yeah. I mean, Cyberpunk 2077 is clearly one of our most anticipated games. It made our most anticipated games episode. Um, I think everybody in this room is excited about Cyberpunk after the amazing job that CD Projekt Red did with The Witcher 3. And that style of game is a little bit of a genre that I personally haven't spent a lot of time in, but I don't know about the other ladies. How do we feel about it? Yeah, I'm fucking excited. (laughs) (laughs) I feel better about it now. Like, uh, the first demo that I saw of it, I was like, ooh, the dialogue. It was the voice acting that really Yeah, it was just, like, making me cringe. But Mm -hmm. then the second demo, which was much longer um, the year after, I was like, okay. I feel good about this now. (laughs) So I am now back aboard the hype train. They still haven't given us a hands-on demo of the game, which is really unusual for a game this far into development. I had a call with the guys on Monday. uh, (coughs) It's my job. And they said May. So presumably it will be A3 if not. Oh, right. But no, my, my point was it's been in development for a while, and we've seen it at multiple shows. And generally, as members of the press, like we'll have like a behind closed doors media event that we go to where we get to actually play a good chunk of it so we can see and feel what the gameplay looks like and we haven't gotten that yet and I mean that can be fine or it can be problematic it's it's hard to know it was interesting because I'm trying to think of the last big game I guess Death Stranding is a, a good example of another like really massive AAA game um, with a budget that we um, didn't really ever get to play at all before it came out it was just like boom here it is hope you like it yeah um, so they just called time. So let's, can we do one more, one more question? One more. One more. Just one. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry, we'll be outside you, afterwards. If you're we'll in line, you can still questions. come up and get a... Um, spelt wrong, Britt, everybody, yeah. with the final question. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, yeah, no, no. Um, so my question was, what is your long-term goal for what's good? And yeah, obviously yours is like Venus and Mars, but I'm wondering what the girls are thinking, the rest of the girls want for their long-term goal. Oh, boy, this is a long question. Uh, I'll keep it really short. (laughs) I mean, I think Andrew and I are very aligned. We have this conversation quite often, and I think we just want to continue to grow the brand, continue to create content, and expand that into other venues and doing some really cool things with the larger gaming community. Um, I could talk about this, I guess, for a long time, but I just want to keep going. I want to do cool things. I want to drink a lot of whiskey. Let's go. I think, I mean, yes, hooray for whiskey. We're all about that life. Um, I think one of the, like, kind of dream goals that I would like someday to do for What's Good is to start, like, a a scholarship or mentoring program. Not just for, you know, women in games, but, you know, LGBTQ+, um, people of color that want to get into games, because I feel like those communities are still so underrepresented. Mm -hmm. It would be really awesome for us to be able to start a scholarship or mentoring program where we could bring people to shows like E3 or GDC, PAX, etc., (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we actually talked about it, Andrew. I feel like within like months of launching What's Good, we were yeah. like, let's do this. And we're getting to a point where it might be possible. Yeah, so maybe we'll get an intern at some point. But they're now very aggressively okay. waving the time thing time, time. at me, so I've got to go. Oh, Thank you guys so much for coming out to our panel. Thanks for coming to the meetup. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting What's Good Games. 
and we hope you guys have a great rest of your packs. Yay!